everybody, I'm Faith, and I have Down syndrome. But our podcast is not really about that exactly. And I'm Andrea. I'm friends with Faith. Our podcast is about conversations and connections. It's about how we are the same and how we are different. For each episode, Faith and I interview a different guest. Some of our guests experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, also known as IDD, and some don't. We talk about friendship, family, adulthood, and when it comes up, disability. Our podcast is called Everybody In because we are so interested in everybody. So let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm Andrea Moore, one of your hosts for Everybody In, a podcast conceived and produced by The Wayfaring Band. And I believe it was Martin Luther King Jr. who said, Faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. I'm not sure if he actually did say that, but Faith is a lot of things. She's also <laughs> sitting right next to me. Hi there. Hi, Andrea. Um, I'm Faith Fedrine, and I am Andrea's co-host, and thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, thank you for putting up with us. We're just delighted that you're here. <laughs> thank you so much. We've got a great show today. Who is our guest, Faith? Abigail Friendly. Abigail Fraley, and she is our awesome friend, a veteran traveler with the Wayfaring Band. Um, we're super excited to talk more with her. Uh, so can I say, Andrea, what is the format between you and Abigail? You can ask that question, and I shall tell you, Faith, thank you. Uh, what I'm going to do today is just take the lead and ask Abigail a whole bunch of questions about her life. Um, we're going to find out a little bit about friendship, family, maybe her job, kind of get a picture of just, yeah, like what's her story? Who is she? What makes her tick? Um, we really like her. We think other people might want to get to know her better. So that's what I'm thinking. Uh, jump in whenever you want though, right? Right. Yeah. So there'll probably be a lot of moments where you you just jump in if you have questions too and we'll we'll combine our powers to get everything interesting out of Abigail. Okay. Shouldn't be hard. She's a super interesting person. Yeah. <laughs> you ready to do this? I am. Awesome. Let's do it. Thanks. Hi, Abby. Hi. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So good to see you uh, and to hear you. I know so many of our friends. Abigail is very well known by a lot of people, <laughs> and I know a lot of people are going to be excited for the right. Abigail episode. Uh, Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so before we really get into the questions, Abby, give us, uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Like, how old are you? Where do you live? I don't know. Anything you want us to know about your job or your family? Just a little bit about about yourself. Um, I am 25. <laughs> um, I live by myself. Do you have some brothers and sisters? I got two brothers and two sisters and a little nephew. Who is so cute. Adorable. I think he's one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even a little bit more than that by now. One and a half yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Wow. Uh, he's so cute. He's <laughs> growing up too fast. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a mom. 
Um, and then what about any just passions or favorite pastimes that you want to know? Tell the people about. Like, what's uh, some of your favorite stuff to do? She's shaking her head. <laughs> um, I mean, I think passions are like change. Yeah. From like time to time. Okay. So All right. right now I don't have any. So I don't believe for, like, you. <laughs> okay, go except for it. For, like traveling, I want to travel like everywhere that I get the chance to until like I'm done like, <laughs> I die like so you want to travel till you die pretty much hopefully <laughs> if my body would allow it yeah I feel the same way if my body allows it I'm going to travel until yeah. I can't anymore too so do you want to tell our listeners about Abigail's um joke or something her, her you mean how she started the wayfaring band how yes, it's all her fault yes, yes. we'll get to that we'll get to that okay. we've got to warm up all right <laughs> but you're right babe i don't want to forget that part no don't forget too that soon. okay all right well, okay. we'll start with the easy one this is how we always start which is abigail <clears throat> who is your best friend and what makes that person special gosh uh <laughs> she looks like she's thinking. Well, I don't know. This could go either two ways. It doesn't have to be only one. You can give. You can list a few if you want. Is there is there somebody that you talk to more than others? I mean, to be completely honest here, I I feel like. People come into your life for, for like, reasons. Uh, again, they, like, they come and they go, so mm. I cannot say that I have a really best friend. I mean, I'm like, I know a lot of people. I get along with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I cannot say that I have mm-hmm. a really best friend. Do you want one? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone wants a best friend. But maybe it will happen. Maybe it will. Yeah. What do you think it would take for you to have a best friend? Ugh. Do you think it's something that you would have to do, or do you think it's the friends? I mean, both of us have to, like, work at it, and, like, eventually we would, uh, like, come close, and, yeah. Mm -hmm. And is that something, have you done some of that work? Like, are there people that you want to be better friends with? I mean, I have friends that I will, like, like, continue to stay in touch, I would, like, start the conversations. Yeah. Yeah, because I I feel like I'm not ready to let them go. So You're not ready to let them know or let, let them, go. them go? Let them go. 
What a, this might be an interesting time for us to tell our listeners a little bit about the project that we had you doing. What project? Oh, gosh, you've already forgotten our project. Abigail! <gasps> you got to remind them. Okay, so about a year ago, we did a, a social project where we made you a calendar with a list of names uh, and phone numbers. I have to like, Tell us about it. What was the what was the thing that we we did? Uh we made like a giant like list like on the a board no no like like, like poster board. Yeah. It yeah. was like a big piece of paper like for a whole month and like no, it was three months. It was 12 weeks. Three months. Yeah, 12-week calendar. And then we, like, also made, a, like, some talking, like, conversation starters. Yeah, and, and a list of people and their and phone numbers, right? list of people and phone numbers. And uh, each week I would have to choose a person and call them. Uh, I left lots of messages. Oh, I mean, it was scary at first, but it got easier leaving all those messages. Did some people it call was, you? It was surprising, like, when people actually called me back, I'm all like, oh, hey. So. so most of the time, this is interesting because it's 2018 and we're living in a time where it's most, it's hard to get people on the phone. Most of them texts. Mostly texts. And so, and, and that but was. The, I was like, I'm not going to text. I'm going to call. Good job. I'm so, <laughs> so I proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, I haven't done it like in a lot of years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It was a 12-week experiment. And then how about those conversation starters? Do you remember some of them that we wrote down on that? Uh, like, hi, how are you doing? Uh I just wanted to say hi to mm-hmm. see how you are doing. I think we even said it's okay to talk about the weather, right? <laughs> it's okay to say, oh, I recently went on a trip and yeah, for you to tell your like, story. I just got back from one. Yeah, yeah. This is my next trip, so. But tell me, because now that you're saying that it's been a while since you've done it, because we, so that was a good, that was 12 weeks. That was three months of practice, <laughs> but it was hard to keep up with after that. Tell me why. What, what, what do you think discouraged you from wanting to keep up with reaching out to people? <laughs> why is, what's hard about making and keeping friends? Do you feel afraid? I mean, yeah, yeah, yes. What else? I guess I did not want to put myself out there to get hurt or, like, 
disappointed mm. or like something like mm. that. Uh, I'm curious, Faith, if you can relate to that. So like Abby's saying that she worried about if she keeps putting herself out there and especially if people aren't answering the phone and you're leaving a lot of messages. Or texts. Like, yeah, that, that you worry that you could get hurt or people wouldn't reciprocate. Do you ever worry about that, Faith? No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. I worry about that. I guess I worry about it for me. Um, You know, I think about it like with dating. That's like an easy way to think about it for me of of like, you know, what happens if I – if I text first or if I call and, and, and I already texted once and should I text again? And you know, that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, that's how I feel sometimes. Well, and can I just say to Abigail, you know, like we, we also travel together, right? Abby. Uh, yeah. You know, like I, I think you're doing a good job for making friends while we travel together. Right. And so do you feel that way, Abigail, that it's that you like, the friends that you have made when you're actually on the trip? I mean, I get to... I get to know a lot of the different people on the trips. So, I mean, if they are on Facebook, I would say hi. I would like... But that's different than being connected in between, right? That's what I kind of feel like you're saying is that being being friends with someone on a trip is one thing. But then when you get home, back to your regular life, like going back to the original question, we said, do you have a best friend? And you said people kind of come in and out. They come and go. They come and go. Yeah. And I'm curious, do you feel lonely about the fact that people come and go. Do you wish that more people would stay? Yeah. To be totally honest, (laughs) I wish some of them would stay. I kind of know how that feels for Abigail because sometimes, you know, it's... Also hard for me, you know, from our friends while we're traveling with our trips and everything, like, it's, it's always great to have friends, you know, and it's always so much fun. And when we come back, it's hard, mm. you know, like, we don't see them more often, mm. you know. And, like, I know I always, when we come back, I'm always saying you or Kendall, mm-hmm. Um, but not even our other friends, you know, not like with um, Isaiah or our other band members or something. Mm-hmm. Is that how you feel, Abby? That it's so that in between that you don't see people as much in between. What do you wish? What do you wish it could be? Is the same thing as mine? Uh, I don't know. I wish I was better at like keeping in touch with the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's mo- let's move on to another one, and 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 I have a feeling we'll con- we'll. I mean, this is it a theme. goes both ways. It goes both ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a best of both worlds. Well, 
Do you feel like you're doing your part? (gasps) Not as much as I should, but yeah, I feel like. So you, okay, not as much as you should. Yes. So you could do more. Oh, I could do more. Everyone could do more. And what stops you from doing more? The fear? The fear. Of being rejected or... Yeah. 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 So can I ask why about fear? Um, it's okay if you don't know. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's let's shift gears and then we can circle back to some of these themes. Okay. Yeah. So the next question, Abigail, is if, and this is something we've asked before, but yeah. I want to hear your answer this time. If you could be an animal other than a human, <laughs> what animal would you be and why? I have pretty much always say the exact thing answer to this question but if I could be in the animal I would probably do a penguin (laughs) 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 is it because you like to keep it classy and you want to wear a tuxedo (laughs) (laughs) now why why a penguin I was going to ask the same thing uh I don't know. I feel like all you do is like sleep, eat, play. (laughs) Until you get eaten by a walrus. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everything, everyone dies eventually. Yeah. Why not? Not, No reason not to want to be a penguin. So here's another follow up question. As a penguin, does it feel like you want to waddle sometimes? Uh, <laughs> you want to walk like a penguin, too? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Experience all of the penguin. The whole deal. <laughs> the whole deal. Cool. So right, do, you, do, do you like to swim? Because I know penguins like to swim, right? I mean, yeah. all right penguin it is um that's good i haven't been to antarctica so that would be a good chance to visit abigail yeah Um, (laughs) all right so the next one abby i want to circle back and i want to talk a little bit about disability so what is your diagnosis for your disability cerebral palsy cerebral palsy and can and now that's a diagnosis that a lot of people share but it it, it manifests itself really differently, right? Cerebral palsy could be really, really different for all kinds of people. What's it like for you? What does it mean? Um, like for your mind and for your body, can you tell us about, about what are the parts of you? Because there's a lot of parts of Abigail that have nothing to do with cerebral palsy, right? Yeah. But what are the parts of you that do? You know what I mean? Does it change your body at all? No. Having CP? This is tough. Is it tough? Yeah. So why is it tough? Well, hold on, Faith. Let me Sorry. just. That's okay. I just want to. I'm trying to help I the mean, question get more clear. My brain works differently. Okay. And my muscles. 
Okay. I don't know what no, you want. No, that's right. No, I mean, I, well, that's 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 what I that's what I know about it too. Yeah. Right. And so, what I do mean, you? I don't know a lot about. Well, none of us are doctors, right? So that's okay. We don't have to know about all that part of it. But you know about you. You're an expert in your own. Your own. Yeah, I mean, nobody knows more about you than you do. Um, so when you talk about it, it, it affects your brain. What do you know about how it affects your brain? I don't know. Does it make thinking? I haven't done the research. I don't know, like, the physical research on this. Like, about, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. You, you know that it's your diagnosis, but you don't yeah. know a lot of other stuff about it. Exactly. That's okay. Um, tell me what it's like for you... Does it ever feel difficult for you to process information? Or yes. Okay, tell Sometimes me about that. Sometimes I have to ask someone to, like, repeat, like, repeat it, but use, uh, like, different words. Okay. Like, rephrase it. Like. Okay. To make it more clear. Yeah. Okay. And then... And if I still don't understand, I would ask them to show me. Great. And, yeah, to present the information in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then how about, like, talking? Does it ever, like... Uh, I mean... I heard that people are like, oh, you talk funny. Oh, you, like, do this. Oh, yeah, I had, like, speech therapy in the past. Mm-hmm. But from that experience, for the longest time, I, like, shut down mm. because I wasn't comfortable. And I, I was very shy. I, like, barely spoke. Mm. So now I'm all, like, screw it. Like, <laughs> this is the... <laughs> This is a fucking game. If you don't understand me, I will repeat it, but like, screw it. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is me. This is me. This, this is, is me. me. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. we have no choice but to be who we are. Exactly. We, we can't switch places. No, no. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> We're not like Freaky Friday or something. That's right. This is not yeah. Freaky Friday. Um, okay, and then how about for moving and walking and things like that? What's it like for you? I mean, I go at my own pace. Mm-hmm. So if I'm with someone, I would, if they are like speeders, I would be like, hey, slow down. Like, <laughs> like me? Yeah, sometimes I, you have to tell me to slow down. I would be like, oh, I will meet you there. <laughs> like, because yeah. I'm walking at my own pace and I don't want to, like, seriously, like, injure myself or mess things up. Right, because I also, because I know, so some people who have cerebral palsy uh, may may use a wheelchair or may yeah. use mobility Old devices, walkers, a walker, so like, and some people don't, right? It's yeah. very different um, yeah. depending on the person. And so for you, you do walk, and like you said, you walk at your own pace, yeah. but you hike, 
you do all kinds of active stuff and you just find a way. I've been trying to become more active. Yeah, so. right on. That's awesome. Um, cool. Is there anything else that, uh, like when you said that people used to say that you talk funny or things like that, and now that you're moving past that, um, what do oh, you... I moved past You're already moved past it. I'm You're done. Like it's in the rear view like mirror. <laughs> okay. like, yep. What what changed that for you? How did you move past that? Because uh, I've known you a long time, and you're right. You used to be more shy. I, I think I was like, screw it. I'm, I'm like trying to find my own voice. Like, but I'm still trying to find my voice. Yeah. Which is kind of hard at times, but... Mm. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Right I think on. that's the best. Yeah, I can relate to that. It's yeah. Like, and even, I don't know, I mean, I'm older than both of you beautiful women. Um, <laughs> but I don't feel finished finding my voice. Because it's kind of like Abby said at the very beginning. It's like things change. It's a working change. progress. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. How about we take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. The Wayfaring Band is not a rock and roll band, are we, Faith? Mm-mm. So what type of band are we? We are a band of travelers. Travelers, right. So the Wayfaring Band takes original, transformative adventures that include adults with and without cognitive and developmental disabilities. But anybody can come on a trip with us, right, Faith? Yes. Like who? Everybody. Like everybody. Yes. Well, as long as they're a grown-up. Yes. They have to be a grown-up because we work with adults. Well, an adult... Everybody. An adult everybody. So if you're an adult everybody, you're welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour. If you're a caregiver, a student, a teacher, a professional, an activist, an interested adult everybody community member, all of you are welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour and experience our culture of inclusion firsthand. Be a part of it. How can they learn more, Faith? Learn more at www.thewayfaringband.com. Welcome back. Um, All right. Well, Abigail, tell me a little bit about, so usually in this question, I ask a question about housing or transportation. And um, so I know you live, you do live independently. I live on my own. Yep, on your own. For like three, four years now. And you're 25. So for three or four years, you've been living on your own. Yeah. Now, are you living with one of your sisters or you're totally on your own? Totally on my own. Nice. Years. Okay. And how do you get around? I walk. I <laughs> use my legs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. See, I want to get fit and I'm like, I'm really old. I want to be active. So this is. Well, now, what if you have to go somewhere, for, somewhere further? How do you get around? The like, bus. Well, I was going to okay. I was going to ask, like, the for bus. my fault question of Abby is, do you take transportation sometimes? The bus. I walk my four blocks. I take the bus and do it all over again. 
And how did you learn how to take the bus? Did did somebody work with you on that? Someone showed me a couple of times. And that was that. And then I got the hangover. Nice. Do you have a but, bus pass? Bus pass. But I mean, I don't. But I go tr- to like new places. It's uh, kind of scary at first. Okay. But how do you find out how to get to a new place? I'm learning slowly how to do that. And what what kind uh, of tools do you use? The internet. You do. Okay, so you'll go online and like do a search and look up the directions for public transport. Uh huh. But is so. But the first time, it's scary. Yeah. Have no. you ever gone the wrong way, or like gone on the wrong bus, or? <laughs> Not that you can remember. Not that I can remember. That's good. That means you haven't had a terrible experience at Not least. Yet. <laughs> All right, Faith had a question. I think. Well, yeah, I was gonna say for the bus. Um, do you ever feel safe while you're in the bus going somewhere, um. like with? people who's sitting right next to you? I mean... All right, can I... Oh, wait, let's let her answer. Okay. Sometimes... I don't know. I keep to myself, so... Okay. And sometimes I listen to headphones and then no one can bother you. You're when you listen to headphones and then yeah. nobody can bother you. So that's one option. Have you ever had a bad experience with people on the bus saying things to you or being rude? I or? just ignore them. But hey. do you hear it sometimes? Do people? Oh, yeah. yeah. I hear stuff on the bus. Now I'm not trying to be but racy, like, but can we get some examples? Like, what kind of stuff are you managing out there? I I want to know because I think <laughs> some people do. Well, I'm kind of curious too because yeah. my example is like I I also have friends and. She's friends with Connor as well, but mm-hmm. she takes the bus sometimes, and she's sometimes feeling uncomfortable with people, and they're always not being appropriate. Or if do somebody they say things that are sexual, yeah, uh-huh. you know, like, do you feel that way sometimes you when they that. happen? I used to get that all the time. What? Hey, girl, you look so pretty. What? I have your number. I'm all like, no, sorry. Like, so. And sometimes I'm all like, oh, I don't have a phone. Like, like. I get asked a lot about, do you have money? I'm all like, even if I do. I say that I don't. Uh, I'm like, sorry, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. And do you feel, like Faith was saying, do you feel safe with people asking you for things that you don't want to do and saying comments to you, like asking you, do you have a boyfriend? Can I, I have your number? Do you feel comfortable saying no? I mean, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I say no. Or, um, like, I shark it and walk off. Ignore them. Yeah. And that works for you? What do you think, Faith? Yeah. What does that make you? Well, I was going to say, like, what happens if somebody just touches somebody's leg sexually? 
You know, like some. I'm just saying. Have that happened yet? Do you ever worry about if somebody touched you in an inappropriate way? What What? you would do? Yeah, I'm worried, but I don't know how I would handle it. What do you think you would do, Faith? Well, like I, I take a class usually, and my class is like, you always, you know. Ask a driver if some if something is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like if somebody's sitting right next to you and they put their hand on your leg or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you would ask the bus driver for help. Well, yes, but do you? What do you think? If Abby, that happens that? to you, Abby, do you talk to the driver? If it happens to you, because it sounds like it hasn't happened yet. But do you think the driver? Could you imagine yourself asking the driver for help? Yeah. Yeah. I know Mackenzie. You guys know Mackenzie. Mackenzie's. I love her. <laughs> I know it. My I know it. Well, Mackenzie, Mackenzie's a good friend of ours who also travels with the Wayfaring the Band. She's the best. <laughs> she is also on our board of directors. And uh, and Mackenzie. Um, she hasn't traveled in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be like, because the girl had a job this summer. She had to work. But um, but you know, Mackenzie also experiences a, a a cognitive disability. She really, yeah, she has a diagnosis, I believe, of of autism, and then maybe I think learning disabilities. And because um, I, I didn't see that at the at the amusement park. At the amusement park, yeah. But we're all different, right? And I think some people some people don't show it. Well, and we all right. show it differently. Like yeah. we're all different in terms I mean, of our bodies and our brains. Yeah. But Mackenzie, um. You know, for her, she rides the bus a lot, and she's actually now learning how to drive. But I recently she I just heard. posted on <laughs> yeah. she posted on Facebook that she was really excited to get to learn to drive because she was using the bus. And I don't yeah. know if you do you see this post? Did you see the recent she one about? She was like, no more. Yeah, and do you remember why? Because or... then somebody did something really that she didn't like right in front of her. A guy Pe- peed right in front of her. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> it's a gross look. But here's the thing. I mean, I think, you know, that's also part of living in a city. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, part of living in a city, no matter who we are, if we have a disability, if we don't, if whatever, we're living with all different kinds of people with all different kinds of needs. There are a lot of people with, uh, you know, who are struggling with, with their mental health, right? There are people who are struggling with addiction. Um, people experiencing homelessness, right? People who, like like you said, asking for money. Alcohol. All of us, alcohol, right. All of us are trying to live together. And um, and yeah, it's, 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 so the idea of safety, it's like, well, I mean, for me, safety is kind of an illusion. Sometimes I can feel safe and I'm not actually safe. Other times I can feel unsafe, but that doesn't mean I actually am, right? So anyway, I, I think it's cool. What I like, Abigail, it sounds like, I mean, what do you? What has the bus allowed you to experience? Where do you go on the bus? <laughs> I mean, I could go anywhere, but like. Where do you usually, what do you usually work? use at work? Okay, work. you go to work. I so got to work. What if you couldn't take the bus? Would you be able to work at your job? No. Because it's too far. It's physically, well, it's not impossible. Nothing's impossible. Fair enough. But, like, if I, it would take me 
a couple of days <laughs> to get to work without the bus. Yeah. So is it worth it for you? Yes. Great. Faith, you have a great way of getting around that actually I think Abigail could learn. What do you use? Yes, I think it, it will be very helpful for you, Abigail, but I my transportation is taking a lift. So yeah. taking a lift is kind of different, but um, <clears throat> so, you, so you're on a line. You're going to share a ride with different people. Is it like a taxi? Well, it's not like that. Well, it is like a taxi, but the but you need to have an app on your phone, and that and the app will tell you um, if they're if they're coming or how far they are, or it will tell you how much of amount of money. Like it will say one dollar. I usually give them two dollar tip. For tips, the the actual rides are more expensive than the bus for sure, though. Yes, and so um, and you also need to rate them because it will show you some stars, and you need to rate them how many stars you can give them. I usually give them like five stars. And Faith, this is actually a good point because I know some people are really nervous to use Lyft. So Lyft, Lyft or Uber or any of the other rideshare apps, they'll pick you up right at your door and they'll drop you off at the door of wherever you're going. So they're Correct. very convenient like that. Um, but some people, I think, worry about safety there. So Faith, tell us, like, do you feel safe when you take a Lyft? Yes, I do feel safe. And there's other people to share a ride with. Because you do the ride sharing kind where you have multiple people coming in and out. Okay. Yes, yes. So like when I got here, it was like two people behind me and I was in the front. And I felt safe because they didn't do anything. You know, they just, um, the driver um, just dropped them off. They just get out and go. And, mm-hmm. and that's when the driver will just take off. Now, do you feel, Faith, has the driver ever asked you a question that you didn't know the answer to? Like, sometimes I know if you're trying to go somewhere that's hard to find, the driver might say, oh, do you know where it is? Is it over here? And what if you don't know the answer? Well, yes, I'm glad you said that. Um, Like, for the transportation I took from the amusement park, um, he was kind of, you know, different. He... He was kind of confusing me at first because mm-hmm. um, I was p- putting my headphones on. And so it feels like he wants me to help him. So I just I, I listened to him and I said, um, OK, I'll take off my headphones. And I helped him um, like I was trying to help him. Right. Um, but at least you were a big help. Because you were talking to him on my phone. Yeah, so when that was a good example because you came to Lakeside Amusement Park and the entry, it's such a big place that the entryway is a little bit confusing. And so she got there but didn't really know where to walk in. And so it ended up being that you had to ask for help. So you called yes. me and then I talked to him. And, and this is the risk, right? But what I think we're talking about like taking the bus. If you didn't take the bus, Abigail, you couldn't go to that job. If you, Faith, didn't take Lyft, you couldn't come to this job right. or probably just like you couldn't have come to my birthday because like you said, that night there was nobody else to drive you. So I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. We all get to make choices about how 
big we want our lives to be. And some of us, you know, have access to tools that are different. I mean, we don't all have access to the same tools. So, Abigail, I mean, do you think for the life that you want right now, do you feel like you can go where you need to go? Do you feel like you would want to learn Uber or Lyft? Or do you feel like you would want to learn how to drive? Or can I just make something? Um, so I'm like, if you ever took a Uber or a Lyft, sometimes you also need to help them to direct somewhere. Right. So that's the so. question. Is is that interesting to you, Abigail? Yeah. You'd want to learn that maybe too? Yeah. Okay. So really faster than the bus. Well, what yeah. one thing we've talked about is if we were going to have a workshop and like Faith, you might then help us lead that workshop since you've experienced. I, you know, maybe that's something that the community would be interested in. That like there might be a lot of people who would want to come and learn how to use the app. And this is what I was thinking. You know, like I can get my phone out. I can show everyone the app. Right. And both the money and the the rating of the stars. Right, all that. And Abigail, if we were going to learn about how to use the bus, then yes. Abigail's somebody who could help teach us how to use the bus. And Abigail is a good um, experience for me because I, she can also help me right. because I was learning about taking the bus too. Yeah. So let me let me go back now, Abby. Um, so we've talked a little bit about your that you live alone, that you have a job, you take transportation. Um, I got to ask about love. Oh. <laughs> she looks resigned. She mm. looks like she knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I mean, what do you think? What are your what are your and we'll just listen during this part. Faith and I are just going to listen, but like just tell us like what do you what do you want? Do you want love? Uh, do you think about it? I mean, I think everyone thinks of once or Thinks or wants or hopes or dreams or for love. Uh, I, for me, someday it might happen, someday it might, but I don't know. Right now, I am focusing on to learning to love myself. Oh my gosh, you sound like a 1990s <laughs> self-help tape. I can't believe it. This so is like amazing. I am like learning how to fall in love with me. Girl, where'd you get that language? <laughs> who, are you, who are you talking to? I love that. Um, Wait, can you help? Can you tell me what she said? Yeah, I didn't so, hear yeah, it. Sure. So she said she's learning how to fall in love with herself. Oh. How does she love herself before because she worries about loving someone else? I'm thinking so much easier to love you than if you love yourself, it would be easier to find someone in your life. So how do you do that? Because I think a lot of people like the sound of that. Like, I like the uh, sound of it, but how do you do it? What do you do? Like, how do you love yourself? What kind of stuff do you do? You do I don't know. You need to take care of yourself. And how do you do that? I mean, everyone's a different. Okay. Like, for me, yeah. I... 
I am learning how to like eat better, exercise, um, talking to people. Like, great. How about bathing? Huh? Like keeping clean, and is oh, that what you mean, Faith? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's you're a six a.m. Abigail's always up at six a.m. doing her shower routine. That's yep. what I know about yep. her. Yep, she's an early riser. I well, am. And then, and so, Abigail, do you think there's a part? Can you imagine a point in your life where you think, okay, I feel like I love myself enough that I'm ready to expand and and look for love somewhere else? Like, do you think that's I how mean, it will go? If the right person uh, pops. And what are you looking for in that person? She's making such a good face right now. Such a good face. What kind of qualities would that partner have? I used to be very picky. I had a long, huge list. But now I'm like open. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what are the things you can't live without? I would... I would find someone who's right for me, I guess. I don't know. Is somebody right in front of you, it could be? Is that what you said? Yeah. It could. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not there yet. Not there yet. It's funny because, no. like, a little while ago you said, you know, I'm me. Screw it. I'm out I'm there. Me. I've got my voice. And so that's an area where you feel really sure. But this is an I, area where you're yeah, still learning. I'm okay. still unsure. There's a lot of unknown territory. Okay. But it's something you imagine for yourself one oh, day. yeah. One day, hopefully, if... If not, then if it doesn't happen, I guess that's and what it's meant to be like. Right. And when you think about love, do you also think about, I mean, what does it look like for you? Is it traditional? Is it marriage? Is it a family? Is it sex? I mean, what are the kinds of things that, are, that you're thinking about? I mean, there's the a whole package. There's <laughs> a, like... Different types of love. Yeah, of course. There's a like friendship love. But we're not talking about that kind no. of love, girl. No, no. <laughs> we're talking about romantic love, right? Yes. Yeah. So for you, do you imagine like do you want to get married? Do you want to have a lover? Do you want to date casually? Or have or have you not really thought about any of those details yet? I haven't thought. Okay. About that that one day. I would love to find someone, settle down, get married. Okay. Uh, no kids, maybe a dog. Okay. That would be my kids. Okay. All right. Cool. Or I don't know. Even if I find someone who has a kid, I'm not like opposed to that. So you could be like a stepmom. Yeah. Okay. I'm not opposed. But you don't want to have I your own just kids. I don't want to have my own kids. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah. All right. Well, we'll check back with you in a couple years. <laughs> um, okay. The next question, Abigail, is what is your special gift? If you have a special Ugh. gift in this world that you know that you've just got that you've just got to offer, what do you feel like you're giving this world? I've been banging my head around for this. I don't know. I have honestly haven't figured out my special gift or my special need. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough. I mean, it could change. I don't know how to answer Faith, what do you think Abigail's special (laughs) gift is? Well, she's always happy, right? <laughs> she she's laughing right now, so it <laughs> it means she's you know being happy. Oh, she's playing us. She's playing. Us. Um, but no, I think you're. I I would agree, Faith, that I often feel like Abigail has a real gift for connection, for mm-hmm. making people feel welcome. Um, I think on on when we've traveled together, a lot of new people really like you. Like that's, you're like the first person that new people, you know, it's true. Yeah, It's like the the new people who have never been with our community before, they often make friends with you first. (laughs) And I think that's partly because, well, I think hospitality is one of your special gifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that you're really good at making people feel welcome. And Well, I feel for Abigail is she's, Super happy, very laughable. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do think she's really good connection, welcoming. Um, she's always making people smile, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's a beautiful thing. So. But one thing I really identify with you is like you've always been really real with me that you struggle with loneliness. <laughs> oh, now you're telling me you have it. <laughs> but that you know we've talked a lot about loneliness and about. I don't know, having a yearning, I think, like a desire in, I feel like you and I have connected over that, like uh, having an unfulfilled desire, um, which feels very real to me. But I think a, a lot of people, I think, can relate to not knowing what their special gift is. I think that's very real. And mm-hmm. and there's we're not running out of time. You know, there's, there's time, unless a walrus or a seal <laughs> comes and snaps her up. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, well, well, we'll stay tuned on that one as well. Um, all right. Well, Abigail, do you have any questions for me? Yes. <laughs> I have to say she's pulling out a little notepad and I'm like, oh, goodness. She came okay. prepared with questions. <laughs> what does life look like in 10 years? What does my life look yes! like in 10 years? <laughs> okay. I just um, on Monday of this week, I turned 39. <laughs> So in 10 years, I will be 49, and I will be getting ready to turn 50. Whew! Really has a a way of changing the whole landscape. Um, In 10 years, I don't want you both to freak out when I say this, but in in 10 years, I I don't think that I'll be with the Wayfaring Band anymore. But... Of course not. But... Hopefully we always... Be friends. That's obvious. Of course. Absolutely. I'm not going to like go anywhere. I would never abandon you relationally. (laughs) No, I mean, I hope that the Wayfaring Band still exists in 10 years, but I hope that I am, um, 
I see myself doing more kind of large format storytelling, acting, writing, um, speaking, doing like conferences and workshops and kind of going a little bit larger scale um, and, and working on a lot of the same themes, I think, that I care about now, but in a bigger platform. I see myself traveling and hopefully speaking at conferences and events all over the world. That's what I would like to be doing in 10 years. Uh, and it's funny, you know, Abigail, because I realized, like, I didn't say anything there about, like, having a family or a partner. You know, I I would very much like, you know, if I could pick every detail of my life, I would pick a partner for myself. Which you can't. Which you can't. And so <laughs> and so I guess I have a I have an openness in my heart. You know, I would love to meet someone that I yeah. felt was a passionate person Hi. involved in their own interesting, you know, <laughs> whatever, like amazing projects. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, but since I can't control that, I, I guess I just I have an openness and I hope in 10 years that that's part of my life. I don't know. I mean, I could be a foster parent. I could be. Who knows? Who knows? That's where you and I really see eye to eye. I think it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But I know the work will be like that. Hopefully good work. Big scale. Big, big ambition. (laughs) Okay, next question. Okay. Usually I only do one, you realize, but I see that you brought a whole list. So we'll burn through a a couple. Okay, good. Two. Two more. (laughs) 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 That was one. Okay. Do not say this is uh, because of me, but why did you start the way thing? <laughs> okay, well, I feel like it is a good opportunity because we started the conversation saying that this whole thing was Abigail's fault. Now I can at least yeah. explain what I meant by that. Uh-huh. So Abby's question for me is, why did I start the Wayfaring Beyond? So I started the Wayfaring Beyond with three other people. With Chris Ardell, Pavel Repo, and Jane Moore. No relation to Andrea Moore. We were friends, not related. Um, And the four of us were all camp counselors at a camp that works at Adams Camp, right? That is based in, originally based in Colorado, but now has other places around the world. And um, we were all summer camp counselors there. and, And that's how I met Abigail originally. When she was just a wee baby teenager, just a young, <laughs> shy, darling, beautiful. I think you were like 12 when I first met you, no joke. Dang. I, you're telling me. Um, <laughs> anyway, we've, I think so. I mean, Dang. like you were young, maybe 13, 14. Because I started at camp ever since I was four. Right, you've been so, up there a long yeah. time, and I only worked with the teenagers yeah, and up, but I exactly. think I met you when you were Dang. young. We've known each other a long time. Yeah. Um, so I... Uh, Is that the same thing for Peter? I've known Peter a long time. I knew him since he was about 15, I think. Uh, but anyway, I, we, Chris and Jane and Pavel and I were all counselors, and we just knew a lot of parents who kept asking us summer after summer, what's next, what's next? You know, my person is getting older, and uh, can we go to camp forever? And we just were sort of thinking, oh, what is next? And then we were talking, and that's when you come into the story, and Chris and I said, (laughs) you were standing right there with your mom, and your mom was like, now what, now what? We were sitting at Adam's camp table. Yeah. And. Go on. We, and they asked me, oh. 
Good one to like do Adam's camp forever, like you're growing up. So what do you want to do now? I looked at them and was like, oh, all I want to do is go travel. Oh, she says it like she said, all I want to do is go travel. But what actually happened, and Chris Ardell will tell you that this is true, is that she looked up at the sky and made the saddest (laughs) face that I've ever seen. The saddest face I've ever seen. And she sighed and she said, all I really want to do is travel. It was very gone with the wind. Um, So somewhere between those two versions is the truth. <laughs> right. Probably yours. Well, maybe a little light then. But anyway, between yeah. that and we were like, yeah. Because that's what I wanted to do when I was your age, you know? I wanted to travel and I think a lot of us when we become young adults, it's like I wanted to blow off my parents and strike out on my own and do things, but I, you know, I needed support to make that happen. We all need support in order to make that happen. That's what becoming a grown-up is all about. And so that's why we started the Wayfaring Band to try to just be a part of that and we weren't the only people trying to serve that need like all over the country we're living in a time where people are really thinking about disability and particularly young adults with disabilities and really thinking about what does the future look like for housing for employment for recreation for socialization like i think we're living in a time when things are getting better and we just we just we the very beginning though it was just one road trip. We didn't have the leadership program. We didn't have the artist program yet. It was just one road trip, and you you didn't even come on a trip for like two years. What? Like, she made us wait for like three yeah. years, and I kept calling hey. her mom and saying, "Um, excuse me, uh, we hey. <laughs> patience, patience, totally." I was like, we, "We basically made this company for for yeah. Abigail, and where is she?" But oh, finally, right. finally, she came. All right, what's your last question? My last question is, when is our New York? Trip? <laughs> I should have known. I what was the known. question? Her question is, when question. is our New York trip. Yeah, Abigail has on. been telling me that she wants to go it's to New York time. for six years. It's time. Let's do the... All right, Abigail. Dang. Consider your request processed by management. Yes. Um, I, I, have, I will take it into consideration. Oh, you will. <laughs> I'm on it. Okay. Well, uh, any other questions? She's like, no, seriously, when are we going to New York? <laughs> Is that the same thing for Paris? <laughs> yeah, I know. You're you're always asking me about Paris. She's always asking me about New York. I'm fine with Paris. I'm like, too. as long as everybody understands that I'm not taking you to Disneyland, you've got to go with other people for that. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I've been right. going to Disneyland ever since I was little. I know. And a lot of people do it. But there are a lot of other places, a lot of uh, agencies who will do that trip. We're uh, trying to do the ones that no one else will do. So. I mean, I would go wherever like, <laughs> the world takes me. Well, I feel the same Until way. Until I die, like, yeah. That's well. me. <laughs> I want money. Yeah, we I do need, need money. money. Well, and travel yeah. is not something everybody can afford, yeah. you know, and it's not realistic for all of us. But, uh, you know, I, re- I recognize that travel is a privilege, and, and I try and— we hope that we use that privilege to spread a message, um, uh-huh. a message that, you know, is about is about all of us getting to feel free to have the life that we want. Not everyone wants to travel. 
you know, but we all want, I think, the choice to have a life, you know, that feels right for us. Uh So, Abigail, we are out of time, girl, but I have to say thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been great. It's been an awesome episode, so we love you. We hope to get to spend some good quality time with you, and uh, if Abigail has recently left you a voicemail... Call her back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And stay tuned uh, for future episodes. We appreciate all of you listening. Thanks so much. Take care. Everybody In is sound engineered by Karen Hibner with original music by The Dosage. It is produced by The Wayfaring Band, a Denver-based 501c3 nonprofit specializing in life skills and leadership training through travel for adults with and without disabilities. Be sure to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now.